0: Now playing. Why so serious? What is the matrix?
1: Have you ever danced to the devil in the pale moonlight? oh uh,
2: what's in the bar? You
1: likes scary movies. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? You talking to me?
0: You talking to me? Movie reviews in twenty cues.
1: Hi, can I help you?
0: Yeah, can I have a dozen red roses, please?
1: Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Here you go.
0: How much is it?
1: It'll be $18. Here
0: you go. Keep the change. Hi, doggie.
1: You're my favorite customer.
0: Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello, good people, and welcome to our podcast on The Room. As you've just heard, we are very lucky to have been joined by the one, the only, the Ginger Princess, Stacey Gavin. How are you, Stacey?
1: I'm good, thanks, Sam. How are you?
0: No, oh, I'm awesome. And we also have along a friend that we managed to sit down and watch the movie convinced we tri- us to, we tricked we him tra- into
1: watching this by telling him it was classic movie night
0: we we lured him in by saying yes yeah, classic movie night and he sat down and then we locked the fucking doors and put this movie on
2: <laughs> Kah-u, how are you bro yeah classic my ass um <laughs> <laughs> yes another Another time that I'm here to review another shit movie. Ooh!
1: Ooh. Tell us how just, you just really feel. Just
2: putting it out there.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're fucking cutting to my heart here, Kahu. <laughs> well, we'll get into that in a little bit, actually. Because first of all, we're going to go for the reviews of the movies. So IMDb have this rated at 3.6 out of 10, which is amazing to me because I think it's like a cult classic that every, you know, cult fan would have got on there and given it good reviews, but... Never mind, Metacritic, nine,
2: I, 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 <laughs> single digits. I, I like that Metacritic a... one because someone who's just skimming through reviews of movies, they'll go, nine. Oh wow, nine out of ten, Yeah, yeah must yeah, be yeah. really good. No, it's legitimately <laughs> nine out of a hundred. Yeah. This is probably nine some percent. poor soul who's what sat through this? it thinking it's nine out of ten.
1: Nine percent?
2: Yeah, wow. like nine percent on Metacritic.
1: See, I find the Rotten Tomatoes one harder to believe because isn't that voted on fans and critics?
0: No, no, that's critics.
1: Oh, just critics.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> You know, that's just critics' reviews of the movie.
1: So the IMDb score is actually extremely high at 3.6 out of <laughs> yes. 10 compared to the 9 and 20. Oh. It's like 36%. You're all a bunch of
0: fascists.
2: It's less than 1 out of 10, <laughs> the Metacritic. Exactly.
1: But you know what they say. If you go to a restaurant, have really nice meal, you might tell a couple of friends. If you go to a restaurant, have a terrible service, disgusting meal, find a cockroach on your plate, you'll tell like 20 20 people right that's I true. like but that's what's happening here hmm.
2: I don't know if that applies <laughs> to movies though because anybody can see a movie and it's always the same whereas if you go to a no, restaurant what not I'm everybody's going to be able to go to the you restaurant
1: you would review it like Metacritic and you'll go, so you'll yeah, go out and true. say this yeah, is yeah. fucking shit whereas people just thought it was like, oh yeah that's okay they won't say anything
0: I don't know if anyone's watched this and gone oh yeah that was okay <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people have a very strong opinion about this movie.
1: Well, I think it's very special. <laughs> it's a,
2: a good objective.
0: We are both looking at Stacey like she's very special at the moment.
1: <laughs> it is a very special movie, and you'll find out why as we go through our questions.
2: Well,
0: anyway, that's their reviews. What, what would you give this movie out, 10,000 Stacey Gavin?
1: It's very difficult for me to separate this movie from the Disaster Artist book, and movie, Which we both read yeah. Which I've read and seen the movie Because as a result of that I've become very fond of the process mm-hmm. of making this movie It's at least a 5,001
0: Oh, just over a half
2: <laughs> In all honesty, I have to settle on 2,000 out of 10,000 I can't objectively rate a mo- <laughs> another movie whilst comparing it to this one in terms of a scoring basis you this has just got to be so low. I mean, even though there's the whole premise of it being so, so bad it's that good. it's good, yeah, yeah. even though it's good from an entertainment point of view, watching it once, it's still a bad movie. Right. I, I, you just can't get around that.
0: So I haven't gone balls deep on that premise that it's so bad it's good. I've gone hip deep. I've gone full body deep. <laughs> I've gone totally encapsulated deep. I'm going to give this movie 9,998 out of 10,000. <laughs> It is two points off, a complete perfect score for me, and we'll get into why. There's two tiny errors, if they fixed it, I would absolutely love this movie. I love it. Okay, okay, okay.
1: You heard it here first, Yeah, yeah, sure. That is the highest, the highest score we have ever had.
0: I've given Port Fiction a ten thousand. Oh. Spanky's and Hunt given Port Fiction a World... fifteen thousand. And
1: Hunt for the World of People I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure got up there.
0: Yeah, they got up there. But
1: anyway, now this is in the top three movies that we have reviewed so the yeah. pressure is on sam to prove your I, well, score according thing, to sam <laughs> according
0: to me yeah, yeah yeah so the thing is for me it's a complete spectacle like if you know the back history if you know the little ins and outs the little nuances the little craziness about it it's such a complete experience you get more from it than like i've watched in this list and i've been like wow that's a great movie i'd never want to watch it again let's fuck if we put it on right now i'll quit this podcast right now and sit down and watch this movie because it's fascinating Tommy Wiseau you are an accidental genius <laughs> <laughs> So if you haven't listened to this podcast before, what we do is review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. We now have a typical format where we ask 10 standard questions of each other, so the first of which is a compliment sandwich. So I want you guys to name one thing good, one thing bad, and then one thing good about this movie. And Kahu, this looks like it's going to be a struggle for you, so you can go first. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I've I've found a couple of things, so my first good thing about this movie has got to be Johnny's laugh. Even at inappropriate times, it is gold.
0: (laughs) what a story
2: mark (laughs) it's just so distinctive bad is how is steven a major character with dialogue three quarters of the way through the movie when he's (laughs) hasn't even been on screen prior to that point trivia alert he uh
0: (laughs) the actor that was playing his psychologist friend dropped out to go actually do some proper acting and then they just roped in some guy
2: (laughs) and my last good part about this movie is any scene that doesn't actually take place in the bold and the beautiful themed the room, even if it is on a poorly rendered green screen. <laughs>
0: What about what about, what about throwing a football around in tuxedos outside?
2: Well, true. That's yes, yes. That's I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie before. <laughs> yeah.
0: surprisingly yeah. gangs of street youths are getting together in tuxedos and playing football with each other outside of uh, stores.
2: It's got the makings of a league to challenge the NFL.
0: <laughs> so one thing I like about this movie is the best fucking movie ever. The second thing. <laughs>
1: is that a thing I think you need to explain that no 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 but not too long
0: let me go let me go the second thing I didn't like was that there was a couple of continuity errors. Noticeably, one of them is the scene where he records her having a conversation and then he plays back the conversation and it's completely different. It's like, dude, we just heard it.
1: It's like he doesn't understand who the audience is. You know how mm. sometimes they let the audience in on things that the characters don't know about? It's like he's letting the audience in on things the audience already know about.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other continuity error is when he's having a chat with Peter, a psychologist friend, while he's sitting around wearing tuxedo where he's going on about how he knows she's cheating on him but he still loves her and he has this scene set up where he's sitting on a seat and the guy's beside him and then when it cuts it cuts into a close-up on his face and he's completely swiveled around in the seat but then when it cuts back he's facing the right way and <laughs> yeah, then it cuts yeah, back yeah. he's yeah. swiveled around it cuts back he's facing <laughs> so that was the only thing So, and then the other thing that I like about this movie is it's the best fucking movie ever
1: <laughs> oh what?
0: <laughs> I think you cheated
1: <laughs> yeah yeah The first good thing is that this movie got made. Because otherwise, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now.
0: Oh, that's quite cute.
1: The thing I didn't like about it, it's very hard to narrow it down. (laughs) So I'm just going to jam three things in. This is a really big sandwich. The name of the movie, The Room, has nothing to do with the movie. And then it was a toss-up between... It's not true, you're lying. (laughs) Then it's a toss-up between... The plot that makes no sense. And then... I
0: definitely have breast cancer.
1: Yeah. And then the acting. But see, I didn't want to put this on the actors because I couldn't decide whether it was just the lines they were given... And the as you say The bold and the beautiful set Really didn't do anything for anyone So I was wondering Whether the lines plus the set Equaled acting That was hard to believe
0: One thing you've got to admit Is the actress playing Claudette And the actor playing Chris R Fucking knocked it out of the park
1: Oh absolutely And (laughs) Michelle
0: And Michelle And Michelle Yeah yeah yeah. Those three actually Delivered an Oscar-worthy performance (laughs) In a film that's never going to be Oscar-worthy Yeah 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 yeah.
1: No I agree So anyway it was a toss-up But anyway we'll get to those points Later, And the third thing, the good thing about it is that it spawned the book in yep. the movie, The Disaster Artist.
0: That's true. I actually tweeted Greg Sestero recently uh, when I was, um, had a few beers and decided it would be really good to tweet at someone. And I congratulated him. I said, thank you for living through this. So we got to enjoy it.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, should we share this for the people who don't know? So Greg Sestero played Mark in the original movie, The Room.
0: Oh, hi, Mark.
1: Yeah. And then he wrote a book about that experience and about his friendship with Tommy Wozo, the movie producer, director, main actor, blah, blah, blah. And then subsequently, James Franco picked mm-hmm. up the rights to make the movie of that book. So.
0: The book is phenomenal in that one chapter is about making the room, the next chapter is about meeting Tommy. Um, and basically, it alternates, alternates throughout mm. the book, and it's like it's absolutely riveting.
1: A book about two things, as I said, the mm. relationship and the friendship of meeting such an interesting character as Tommy Wiseau, and then being involved in one of his pet projects.
0: Even if you've got a passing interest in how movies get made or how hard it is to break through in Hollywood, like you will, doesn't matter. You will love this book. Like <laughs> it's so well written and it's so engaging. This is like the only time I've actually laughed out loud at a book in my entire life.
1: Or even if you're like me and have no interest in how movies yeah, are made exactly. or anything that happens N- don't in Hollywood. Care at all, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about The Room. So question two, Sam.
0: Yeah, so which two characters would you want with you on A Crazy Night Out?
1: Girls' night out on the town, Lisa and Michelle. <laughs> because they love to drink. They're drinking wine in the afternoon. They are my kind of girls.
0: I don't know if Lisa's allowed to leave the house. So. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> she went shopping with Claude. So I'm sure she could go night clubbing with me and Michelle Okay,
0: fair enough Cool, what about you, (laughs) Co?
2: Most of the characters are just so unlikable So it's a bit of a hard decision I mean, Mark's likely to take the girl you're with Even if you're best mates
0: Um, (laughs) I need to change my answer
2: (laughs) (laughs) Michelle and Mike will destroy your couch If they come back to your place (laughs) Um, so I'm thinking I don't know Maybe Chris R and Stephen. Although Chris is A complete loose unit And is probably In the penitentiary So who knows
0: Not Chris R and Denny
2: well
1: <laughs> if you take Denny out, Kahu, you can make fun of him for the that's whole true, but It's the first I'm, time he's been I, out. I don't drinking. want
0: to be seen in public with Denny.
2: I'm I'm kind of undecided as to whether Denny's actually of age or not. It's end of um it's not
1: well, very clear. That's not the question. If he's not a moron <laughs> or not.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like he's had um like a hemispheric to me when they take away half your brain.
0: Yeah. I'd say somebody's <laughs> caved him in with a brick. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. You're raising that as an issue for Denny before you've raised it as an issue for other characters in this movie.
2: True, true. It's it's true. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of implies that it's not Denny's fault the way his character acts. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I'd absolutely would take Michelle on a night out. She looks like a good time girl. As long as she's not with her boyfriend who she wants to bang on a couch in someone else's <laughs> apartment. Yeah. I'm pretty sure me and her are going to have a fun time. And the best way to have a fun time on a crazy night out is with a drug dealer. So I'm going to take Chris R. Chris, <laughs> Chris R.
2: Chris R for the
0: win.
1: And he's
2: packing, so you got protection.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, that moves on to question number three. What flavour ice cream is this movie?
1: My original answer to this question was going to be beige. And then I'm like, hang on a second. That is not an ice cream flavour. That's colour. It's like, what's an ice cream that's beige coloured? I'm like, oh, rum and raisin. Then I thought, actually, the addition of alcohol and a few little bits of dried fruit, like to make it a bit fruity, kind of describes this movie quite well. Scene where Lisa and johnny uh having a discussion one evening and lisa's like let's have some fun let's have a drink and he's like you know i don't drink and then he pours she pours him Scotchka. a Scotchka, scotch and vodka um pretty much alcohol soaks the whole he takes movie. half a sip
0: and he's fairly wasted yeah
1: yeah and i mean fruit dried fruit this movie is fruity as can be so you know cool. there you go
2: Yes. What about you, Coe? He's not very committed to the whole alcohol-free thing, is he?
0: I don't drink. Okay, I'm fucked.
2: <laughs> Does you know that multicolored one? That's like green and yellow and oh, red yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what it's called. It's got. that it must have some kind of flavor name. Um, fruity. Yes, that's the one. But when when it starts to melt or when you start mixing it up, it goes like that kind of horrible, sickly, greeny yuck color, which is kind of what this movie is. It's just a shambles. <laughs> oh
1: come on. oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I'm
2: just going to have a dig at this movie every chance I get (laughs) I know Uh, This is probably the first
0: podcast we've had where one of us absolutely loved it One of us hated it One of us is sitting right in the middle I love this, this is going to be great Okay, so what flavour ice cream is this movie? I'm going with grapefruit I'm going with blue cheese I'm going with marmite and tuna It is a tuna, marmite, blue cheese, grapefruit ice cream No idea what the fuck is going on Anywho, that takes us on to question number four. How long would you guys survive in this movie's world?
1: San Francisco, yes. The whole way.
2: I don't think I'd survive very long at all. I think you might
0: have the same answer as <laughs> me.
2: People get cancer and shaken down by gang thugs, and there's just no ramifications or discussion of it at any point afterwards. So I could, I could see Tommy saying, Oh, hi, Mark. Have you seen Kahu? <laughs> and Mark replies, No, maybe ask Lisa. And then Tommy starts talking about his future wife and I'm forgotten about.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Kahu. I don't think I'd last very long. I sort of anticipate I might have the same fate as Tommy. Spoiler alert. He kills oh. himself at the end.
1: <laughs> if oh, I'm stuck, whoa, in... whoa, whoa. I think we should have done that at the start of the podcast.
0: If I'm stuck in this nonsensical world, yeah, I don't think I'd, don't think I'd survive <laughs> nearly as long as Tommy's character. Anywho, moves on to question number five. Okay, we're all going to have the same answer for this, aren't we? What character <laughs> clearly needs to get laid? Well, Denny. Uh, Denny.
2: Denny. No, I, didn't, I, I didn't think of Denny. I, again, I was a bit weirded out of that whole situation. And whether he's still a minor or not. I've I've actually gone with Lisa. I mean, that's just about all she does in this movie, and as we know, women change their minds all the time. That's true. <laughs> that's true.
0: Congratulations, go. I expected Denny on the count of three years there, but <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so next question guys. What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this movie?
2: What makes a movie so bad that it can be good? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I There's no criteria. <laughs>
1: Once you know about the making of the movie and the the people involved behind the scenes,
0: that every time they had a decision, they took the to, wrong one. Yeah.
1: It's hard to not like the movie.
0: It's like rooting for the underdog, eh? Like, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, you absolutely mm-hmm. root for the underdog. Yeah.
1: It's like if you know the story behind it, Tommy Wiseau as a person is just so phenomenal and actually, in many ways, inspirational. He is so deluded, yet. Completely chases his own dream every single day of his life, regardless of what everyone thinks, regardless of what Hollywood thinks, of what fans think, of what his parents, God knows who they are, of what his friends think, of of just his one friend. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, Yes I guess so It's just somebody who just pursues Their dreams regardless of Everything else in the world And uh, I don't know many people who like that Who just do that
0: Exactly to touch on that I can't think of a single person That has chased their dreams so hard And reached such an epic level of fame Despite having such an epic level Of non-understanding how shit it is <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, Like, like yeah. for instance Elon Musk has chased after his dream, but deservedly so. Bill Gates chased after his dream, deservedly so.
2: Tommy oh, chased after his dreams. And doesn't know what he's doing. He's got no idea what he's doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the deep philosophical debate that arose for me while watching this movie is how flaky are the relationships? Like, how flaky is Lisa and Johnny? They're about to get married. And... How flaky is Lisa? She's just, like, changing her mind, doesn't know. How flaky is Mark?
0: Woman cl- change the mind clear- all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he clearly doesn't want to sleep with her. He's, like, does not... He but doesn't does. want He doesn't want to sleep with her. And what are he you doing? Wanna, he doesn't want to be friends with Johnny. So it's like, hmm, best friends who don't really want to be best friends to future wife and future husband who don't really want to get married. It's, there's just so much flakiness going on. It's hard to believe that any character in this movie has any... Right being there. Yeah. Sometimes
0: people are people.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least in Lisa's defence, when she wants something, she goes after it. But Mark's just like... <laughs> Oh, if I have to, let's go yeah, on the stairs.
1: He's not even into it, eh? He's the no. most
0: resignant <laughs> <most laughs> sex having guy in the entire world. He
1: doesn't want to. I have can't sex imagine with her. a guy
0: ever saying no to sex, but he probably could. is the he, closest. He
1: says no with his eyes and his body language in this movie.
0: Yeah, he so doesn't want to have sex with her that he actually bangs her on the staircase rather than in the bed.
1: But do you know? <laughs> yeah. But do you know who wants to have sex with her? Denny.
0: Yes. Oh <laughs> God. Denny's such a creep.
1: See, this is the thing.
0: After I watched this movie, I had nightmares of fucking waking up and seeing Denny in my room. Like, I just want to watch you guys.
1: But hang on a second. I don't want to watch
0: this. Why so, how would you want to?
1: So Denny actually reveals his feelings for Lisa to Johnny and says, I love Lisa. I'm in love with Lisa. And Johnny's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. If more people loved each other, the world would be a better place. If yeah. Denny
0: had said that to me, he'd be thrown off the fucking top of that roof. Yeah.
1: And, and same, with, same with Mark. So, if if Mark had have said to Lisa or and Lisa said to Johnny, I don't love you anymore or I love Mark or what you know, whatever. Johnny's like kills himself. It's like one extreme to the other. One mm, thing he's mm. okay with, mm. one thing he kills himself. It's like And mm. he
0: knows about it never. Do, <laughs>
2: do we do we actually get an indication during the movie exactly how old Denny is?
0: No. What, mm. I, what I love about him is he's supposed to be about 17 or 18, Yeah, the actor playing him was 26 at the time, and Mark and Lisa were younger than him. Right. The actress playing Lisa was 23, and then in the movie, Johnny said, I gave her seven years of my life that so he met her she was <laughs> 17. <laughs> okay, so I'll keep it short and sweet, just like me. What deep philosophical debate arose in me during this movie? I looked at that and thought, this is a really shit movie. And I thought to myself, how shit would my movie be? if i tried to make it like at least this guy is actually paid six million dollars and got an act proper actors and actresses and that sort of shit part of me watches hollywood movies and goes oh i could do better than that oh i could write this better oh i could do all that better and then when i see that movie i'm like no you couldn't
1: you're telling me you couldn't make a better movie than the room because i find that hard to believe
2: (laughs) you really want to see my movie
1: I would love to see see you make a movie.
2: I mean, even if the camera work...
1: Spoiler, bitches, here it comes! (laughs) (laughs) Even if
2: the camera work in a movie that we made ourselves was real shit, I'm pretty sure we could get a more coherent plot line
1: just by editing a tiny
2: bit better.
0: So, question number seven. Which subplot from the movie would make for its own awesome spin-off movie?
1: Well, I would like to take... Claudette. Oh god damn it. One of the best actresses in the movie and look at her life. So she's retired she's all we know about her she's got a friend she wants Johnny to provide money to invest in his next home. She's she's got
0: breast cancer. She's got a brother who's trying to take his house. She's she's living the life of the fucking...
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Ultimate drama. But, you know, she's a lovely person. She would be a likeable lead, a likeable main character, and it would be great to get to know the people around her and to see her perspective on Johnny and Lisa.
2: Right. What about you, Kahu? So I'd like to see Denny, Mark, and Tommy... And their own hero movie where they go after the underground drug trade of San Francisco <laughs> of course the big baddie would be Chris R And but their weapon of choice would be footballs
1: what they just throw footballs they at the groins at of the yeah. drug dealers well yeah generally at
2: the groins a good place to aim for
0: uh, yeah so anyway my one would be Mark I've got no idea what he does for a job I've got no you know what I mean like Lisa rings him up is just like hey can you come around no, what? Do you, I don't want to talk to you I'm really busy Oh, but I really want when you to come over. Oh, okay, I'll be over in about ten minutes. You mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what does he do for a job? And interestingly, while I was researching this, I looked at how in two thousand and ten the room got made into a game and it turns mm. out he yeah, he's like a FBI or he's like a undercover police officer or something like that.
1: Yeah, and it seems
2: I, like he's got a few demons there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I immediately read that and was like, holy shit, this dude's fucking up to something. He'd be he'd make for a good movie.
1: I agree with you. If his character developed from what he was in the room, because well,
0: of course the, he's going to. It's his own movie. Yeah,
1: because in the room he was just so one dimensional. It was like eyes glazed over. Like you know, he. I wasn't, don't love you. I he, love you. Yeah, he I don't was. Love you, he wasn't his don't own you, person. I love
2: you. He had a shave though. that brought out a That was dimension. a
1: forced shave, by the way. He was growing the beard, and he was filming and filming. And in his kind of in the back of his mind, he thought, well, actually. He knew this movie was shit, and he knew that maybe the beard would protect him from being recognized. So <laughs> no he, shit. So he that was, was going to shave it after the movie. So... Right. But partway through the movie, Tommy forced him to shave his beard because he wanted a fresh new take on Mark. And in the next scene, he wanted Mark to come in and everyone to go. I think it's a tuxedo scene. Before they play football, he comes in and that's his first scene where he's oh, yeah, fr- yeah, freshly yeah. shaven. And yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Mark. So that wasn't his choice.
2: Mm. I-, I thought he had just had too much happy time with Lisa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, question number eight. What scene in this movie really needed someone getting hit in the balls? Hit in the balls. There's
2: just so much random American football. So many opportunities for people in tuxedos to be hit in the balls right there. <laughs> and they just didn't take it. Yeah. Another reason why I gave this movie 2 out of 10.
1: But they did injure, um, what's his name, Peter in that scene. He, he fell over and face-planted. So, I was like, hitting the balls and face-planted in that same scene. That's a bit rough.
0: What I loved about that is he goes, right, I'm out, I'm out. And I, I'd love to think that they actually captured the actor, the guy, the reaction to that film. He was like, yeah, I've had enough of this fucking film. I'm out of here. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't appear again. And, and yeah. they just
1: used it as a character line. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Him throwing a tantrum. Like, no, I'm out of here.
2: But the thing was, he just kind of clearly fell over. And when they showed him on the ground, you could see that he'd have fallen over with his hands, like, on the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know? Have him falling over onto Matt, mat, move the mat, and then edit it and get him up again. Yeah. Ugh, ridiculous.
0: So my, my one was the, um, the fight scene between Johnny and Mark that literally went nowhere. It was just a whole bunch of shoulder jostling. Oh, I'd at ra- the party? Yeah, yeah, at the party. I would rather have fucking uh, ball shot then.
2: True,
1: oh, true. Who? Who on who?
0: I don't care. Ball on ball.
1: Like them both <laughs> balling together.
0: <laughs> balling together, bro. Ball brothers.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, okay. oh, no, that gives me that. That bad, that bad image of those <laughs> of those dudes sword fighting at Guns N' Roses.
1: What? <laughs> I, hey, you need to tell me this story. I no, wasn't at Guns N' no, Roses.
0: No, that's
2: an off the air one. Um, Never crossed the streams.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so I think that the scene where someone really needed to get hit in the balls was on the roof. Johnny and Mark. Johnny is reclining with his hands behind his head in a what a story, seat. Mark. Yeah, and Mark is telling him a story about some chick that got beat up so bad she she ended up up in in a hospital hospital on on Guerrero Street, Street. and Johnny laughs. He goes, oh. (laughs) What a story, Mark. He should have got hit in the balls right then because he was wide open to it. He was leaning back. He had his one leg up on his, you know, one thing. He had his legs wide open would have been a perfect shot for someone yeah. potentially coming up through the stairs or even Mark himself okay. going, what the High fuck are you laughing at mm, that?
2: <laughs> yeah, because even if it deflected, it's still, you know, going to hit him flush on.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that moves on to question number nine. What would the Tinder username or like an online dating profile username be for one of these characters?
2: So many options for Lisa. Yes. But I've gone with bring your best friend Lisa. <laughs>
0: I also went with Lisa, but I went with FYI, I don't love Johnny anymore. <laughs> what about you, says
1: Denny, I like to watch. <laughs> That's a good one. It's kind of a scary one. So, so you're on yeah, you're Tinder, sort of- right? You're looking for someone to go out with, and he's like, Denny, I like to watch other people. <laughs> oh, so couples. it's like you still need to find someone to go on a Tinder date with, and also Denny. To watch.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it kind of makes Denny a bit superfluous, doesn't it?
1: What do you mean, makes Denny superfluous? He already is (laughs) superfluous.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's his mission in life to be
0: superfluous. Poor Denny. Okay, so next question. Uh, Final question of the um, All Play questions. What would the porn parody name be for this movie?
1: The Room. Because The Room has nothing to do with the actual movie.
0: That's a good answer, but I'm going to beat the shit out of that. Okay. What about you? Well, Kate? let me go first then. Yeah.
2: Um. So this will work well as a sequel too. So I've got the room, the re-entry.
0: <laughs> Holy shit! I'm not going to follow that, Kahu, Congratulations,
1: you, you won. blitzed it there. You've smashed even Sam on that.
0: Okay, you guys, you ready? I went with Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cool, so that moves us on to the personal round. Kahu, your set of three questions.
2: So for my first question, and we've kind of already touched on it so far, but what actually is the point of Denny in this movie?
0: I think he's there to make Tommy look sympathetic. That's the intention. I'm not saying it plays out well, but I'm I'm saying that's the intention.
1: Denny is in this movie to make Johnny seem creepier, to make Lisa more justified in her actions. Because imagine this movie without Denny in it. Oh, I'd John- love to. Johnny doesn't seem so creepy. Apart from his general appearance in himself, and <laughs>
0: apart from everything about him,
1: apart from everything about him, he doesn't have a weird relationship in his life. Where you're like, what the hell is going on
2: there? I I kind of disagree. I think if anything, it's meant to soften the character of Johnny because it mm. makes him appear as if he's this kind of. Caring father figure, yeah, which yeah, I think, I'm which I, I think, kind of puts even more hate on the character of Lisa because he's such a good guy. And well, Lisa's you know being what,
1: I'd have to agree with you, but I also agree with my own answer, which adds to the complexity that the room puts out there. That I don't think people appreciate.
2: <laughs> Maybe it should have been called The Onion.
1: Yes, now you're onto it, guys.
2: For my second question, does Tommy make Lisa stay in the house? Yes. And does this make Tommy a worse character?
0: Yeah, I think he's very protective over his Lisa, and he's made her into a shut-in.
1: Yes, he does make Lisa stay in the house, and yes, it does make him a worse character. I, I wonder
2: if there's a bit of a bit of the syndrome going on there where... He becomes so... He's so nice to Lisa that Lisa kind of falls into his trap of wanting to stay in the house.
1: Well, I was actually contemplating that when thinking up my answer for this question. I was thinking she seems kind of lazy like you know mm. the conversation between lisa and claudette where claudette's like look he's financially providing for you and da, 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 da. you can find anyone better than this and lisa's like this is, oh is yeah the most
0: le- analysis anyone's ever done <laughs> <Good>.
2: ever. <laughs> and Good she point. rebels by by getting mark to come into the house even when it'd be much safer for her to go to his place
0: yeah 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 mm. or at least to his getting, car, yes. like in court having sex yeah yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> for my last question mystery surrounds the origins of Tommy Wiseau the national animal of which country best represents Tommy and why
1: if there is a country in the world that has a bat as its national symbol <laughs> then that country yeah should be the national representative of Tommy
0: Wiseau is supposedly like Wiseau is not a French word so he's gone with ouzo which is French for Birdman, and the French National animal is a giant cock. So that's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. He's a giant cock. He's the
2: giant cock.
0: <laughs> he is the giant cock.
1: But who flies at night? Hence, Bat.
2: Batcock. It's a superhero franchise. Oh, that
1: that's that a porn parody. <laughs> that is.
0: Question number 14. Now, do you even understand life? Do
1: you? No.
0: Yeah, that's obvious. What about yeah. you Co?
2: Yeah, no. Best not to try. Just stuff just happens then you move along to the next thing
1: yes
0: so in the book the disaster artist which we've touched upon greg has a tough time working out whether tommy's a pirate an alien a vampire or some sort of roadie from a 80s band what do you guys reckon he is
1: my original answer was all of the above yes because he fits the profile however i've decided to eliminate the 80s band roadie because he doesn't really like to do hard work. So he's either a pirate alien or a vampire. So
0: he's mm. a pirate alien vampire, you reckon?
1: Yes. Okay. And that'll mm. be a great Marvel movie to um, cross over with Doctor Strange and Black Panther.
2: <laughs> mm.
0: Okay. What about you, Ko?
2: I, I actually think that Tommy is actually Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. Think <laughs> what, about putting it. putting
0: a European accent on.
2: Similar age, both born in Europe. Tommy Wiseau. And I don't
0: know if you guys have seen the Tommy Lee porno, but he also has sex with a girl's navel, just like Tommy Wiseau does in this movie. I'm talking shit, I seen that. <laughs> Sam, we not do not
1: need to know about your porn. I just have
0: history. to touch on the fact that at one point during this movie Tommy Wiseau is pounding up in Tommy Lisa's <laughs> fucking belly. Anyway.
1: Um, I wouldn't know because I fast forwarded through those horror I fast forwarded for you seasons. guys.
0: I was yeah, it's it's one of those things. Yeah,
2: that kind of made it worse. Yeah, what, the fast forwarding, what,
0: fast forward yeah.
2: <laughs> the rapid thrusting, the rapid thrusting,
0: and they're not being able to work out where to stop it. Uh, anyway, so that moves me on to the final question: Did Tommy actually hit Lisa?
2: He did not hit her. He did not. It's
0: not true. <laughs> I did not.
2: I don't think so. I mean, Lisa by this point has zero credibility, so I'm inclined to side with Tommy on this one.
0: That is true. She lies about a pregnancy. She's got no.
1: What? I missed that. Oh, that was at the conversation at the party. But I yeah. didn't believe it for a second, therefore I forgot it.
2: That was Steve's big intro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: but Steve en- <laughs> But anyway, I totally agree with you. Lisa has no credibility. So pretty much at this point, Johnny could do anything to her. And mm, we wouldn't true. believe it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> true, true. So anyway, that moves us on to Stacey's questions. What do you what do you got, Stace?
1: Do you think the movie was worth what they paid to no. make it? No, not at all. Now, hang on. We need to clarify. How much do you think they paid to make this movie? I
0: know what they paid. It was uh, $6 I million.
2: think it was $6 million. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I know it was $6 million. <laughs> I know, it's a, so, to put it
0: in perspective, Lost in Translation got made in the same year, and that cost $4.5 million. <laughs> Monster, the movie in which Charlize Theron won an Oscar for Best Actress, came out the year after, I believe, and it, 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 that cost $5 million. Mm. So, no, not at all.
2: Yeah. it's You just got to think, what did they actually spend $6 million on? I mean, oh, no. there's s- no major actors involved. So did I? No massive cast costs. Tommy seemed like he did everything anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, apart from all the green screens, I mean, where'd all the money go? It's not as if they promoted it heavily. No. Nah. Although he did he did have that big billboard that was up for about four years or something, eh? So. Yeah,
0: he was paying five thousand bucks a month for the <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. billboard. <laughs> yeah. Which he looked like he was a meth addict. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe meth you, Bender. do you think it could be because Tommy Purchased the two cameras they used to record the movie, which is not usual practice. Apparently, Mm. apparently, major studio companies just
0: hire them, yeah, yeah.
1: rent, hire the equipment for the duration of filming of five weeks, and then they give it back. Whereas in this case he purchased the equipment and mm. in addition to that he purchased both an H D and yeah, right. a film camera because he what just type. didn't couldn't decide which one he wanted to go with. So he taped them together. He and... wanted to be the
0: first in the world to record on two different cameras at the same time. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah. So which did not result in a better quality <laughs> output as we Which f- is it was no. like a
0: record of I'm the person that Ate the most cow pets in, in the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the yeah. space of an hour. That's my record. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Why was Johnny so blase when Denny revealed that he was in love with Lisa?
0: I think it's because he didn't find Denny a threat. And why would you? Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So what's the difference between Denny and Mark?
0: Well, Mark's like maybe not, just... not a
1: moron.
2: <laughs> yeah, and
1: he kind of is in this movie. I and because to say. he's not as
0: much as a moron as Denny. Yeah,
2: yeah because. Johnny is Mark's best friend. Johnny doesn't oh, think yeah. that that would happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, it flies under the radar. Yeah. Until like
2: quite close to the end. Yeah, I, I kind of think Johnny sees Denny as a bit of a kid and mistakes it to be a motherly love for Lisa. Hmm.
1: So as referenced in our opening line reading.
0: Oh, I was just talking with you. What are you talking about?
1: How did the florist not recognise her favourite customer, Johnny.
2: Maybe he's just not that distinctive looking.
1: I don't know. <laughs> oh, come on, go. Um, <laughs> name me
0: ma- one other person <laughs> in the history of humanity that looks anything like Johnny. And
1: the all-American all- Johnny with, like, dark black hair, <laughs> long black hair. has
2: got that, that southern drawl. Um, and the lazy no, maybe, she, maybe she's just really so- short-sighted.
0: See, I've got it worked out, right? Earlier that morning, robbers broke into that florist they took them hostage right and then the police showed up and there was a bit of a standoff and during that standoff one of the guys that was robbing the store bashed her over the back of the head with a shotgun and knocked her unconscious and she's now suffering from post-concussion syndrome so when johnny comes in she's like oh hey what's going on i didn't even recognize you because she has no idea where she is or anything, <laughs> she should actually be at the hospital. If she has a brain bleed.
2: Oh, jeez! I, I thought where you, were, I, I thought where you were going with that was that the robbers came and stole her eyes. Um, but that, although, that, that also works. yes. <laughs> to be honest, though, who robs a florist? Like
1: hey, florists. Uh, the bandits, maybe. Florists <laughs> I if I was walking a past a money. florist
2: and I was a bit short on change, I wouldn't go. Shit, yeah, I'm I'm going to go to town on that store.
0: I don't, I don't want to go all Pulp Fiction on you, but why not a florist shop? You know, think about it. They've got lots of money. They've got no security guards. You know, people come in and pay for their wedding shit.
1: Florists for some reason charge I'm, a lot yeah. of money for just dead, cut-off foliage. Mm,
2: yeah, That's true. <laughs> I'm probably still more inclined to rob the bookstore across the road but whatever
1: you're assuming this is a universe where you've got options Carl. Look, they're, tra- yeah. they're charging 18 is the bucks for a
2: dozen red roses man yeah. they're cashed up. Yeah. They are cashed up this is Johnny's world everybody else yeah. is just living in it
0: mm. yeah. okay so that moves us on to the last question so we had a lot of really good questions here and I'd love to go through all of them but we had to pick out our favourite and congratulations to this week's uh, friend of the show Jeremy Howson. you gave us the best question bro proud of you man it's awesome sure there's a lot of uh, theories ideas about how tommy made his money to pay for this film a lot of ideas a lot of notions if you read the disaster artist greg touches on a few of the ideas and In interviews with tommy he comes up with his own ideas everything like that but let's hear it from us how do we think that tommy came up with the money to pay for this film
2: as I said before, he's actually Tommy Lee, so he's got all that rock money from the <laughs> 80s and 90s.
0: And the movie, there's the no money like, he made from the pill film with Planet
2: That's yeah. right. There's no other explanation. So what about you, Stace? What's your idea?
1: Well, I believe that wherever Tommy Wiseau's home country is, he was a spy, paid to go on a mission to the United States and do whatever. Therefore... He made his money through a payout from his home country. So like the
0: KGB or something?
1: Yeah, to do this spy gig. And as a consequence, he could never reveal where his home country was. The
2: plot
0: thickens. Now let me take you on a journey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I already did take you on a journey. So
0: in the Back to the Future movies, Biff Tannen (laughs) gets a He
1: is not Biff.
0: Almanac. And he comes back from the future back in time and he has the sports results for everything so he's able to bet on every major sporting event and make tons of money but that has nothing to do with my answer (laughs) tommy Wiseau seduced an older woman tommy Wiseau did an anna nicole smith he seduced an older older woman that had a ton of money had nothing to do with it and ended up taking all her cash and fucking cleaning her out
2: that's actually plausible because when he first came to the states didn't he go to florida
0: Yes. Which
2: is the (laughs) retirement central of the USA?
0: But yeah, exactly. No, he was in Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. But but the other thing, too, is I've forgotten the guy's name, but there's a guy credited as like the casting agent and executive producer on this film. And he died four years (laughs) before this film got made. Okay, so that moves us down to the end of our podcast. Bonus round we need you to do your best line from this movie.
1: Thank you, honey. This is a beautiful party. You invited all my friends. Good thinking. <laughs> As though, like, who the fuck else is he going to invite to her part, his party?
2: Two out of ten. Some what strangers? Got, uh, there's only one candidate for this yes. one.
1: You're tearing me apart,
2: Lisa! <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's classic. All That's... I have
0: to say there is, uh-uh. What a story, Kahu. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to have to go with... Scene. Apartment, rooftop, door opens. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Rather than doing a quiz round, we're going to do a fun fact, a trivia round. Me and you have both read The Disaster Artist. A lot of great trivia about how this movie got made. We've talked about it during the podcast. What would be your favorite piece of trivia from this movie?
2: I like the fact that uh, when Tommy insisted on having his, his butt filmed during the sex scenes, his reasoning was, I have to show my ass or this film won't sell.
0: That was that was high on my list of trivia as well. Okay, that was an awesome one. My favorite by far is the fact that Mark's name oh, yeah. comes from the fact that Greg Sestero recommended to Tommy to go watch the movie The Talented Mr. Ripley. And he came out of it and said to Greg, that was a really good movie. And then he went off and wrote a movie with a main character named Mark because of the actor... Mark Damon, who was in the Teletomus Ripley. So anyway, guys, thanks for bearing with us as we go through one of my most favourite films, one of Stacey's middle of the road, but increasingly growing mm. on her films, and one of hated hatedest films. Yes, uh,
2: it was it was entertaining, and I possibly could watch it again, but it's just bad.
1: You need to watch it again. I think you could watch it again. Just, it's not just, that bad. Just, just put it
2: on right
0: now. Let's do this. I'm just, keen. As... Just
2: because a movie deser- deserves a second viewing doesn't mean it's a good movie.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> But anywho, that takes us down to the end of our podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Anyway, uh, thanks again to my lovely co-hosts that have come and joined me on this adventure through the room. Thank you, Kahu. Thank you, Stacey. I hope you guys had fun.
1: I had fun. Thanks, guys. This was great. See you later.
0: Catch you later, everybody. You can come out now, Johnny. She's gone. In a few
2: minutes, bitch. Testes, one, two, three.
0: Okay, it's the next question. What two characters from this film?
1: Oh, well, you... well, well, I haven't said mine. <laughs> Bathcock. The Bathcock <laughs>
2: movie. Is Matt Matlock's alter ego.
1: <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Because Teeps is here and he's too cute. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> it would add a certain element, don't you think?
0: A certain element? <laughs> yes. I figured to add the entire periodic <laughs> fucking table to the fucking movie. <laughs> Stacey's drunk, everybody.
1: Still read this movie. It's still uh, read this movie. Read the the that book. It Have is still fascinating. Season.